1: We called it. We called three games. If you guys remember the last live stream we did on this, we said the suspension's on his neck. <laughs> we said we said he's going to be suspended three games. The suspension's on his neck because he's got a number three right there. And the guy's out three games. What's the impact? Where do you draft him going forward? Do you trade him if you cleaned up and draft him time and time and time again? What do you do with Alvin Kamara go forward 2023, the fantasy football show? It begins right now. Live from the fantasyfootballshow.com studios. It's the fantasy football show
2: live
1: Monday through Friday, 8 p.m.
2: Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk, here is your breaking news.
1: Alva Camara is out three games officially. We now know the verdict by Roger Goodell and the league. And this gives us a very, very, very good place to uh, cement in our expectations at this point. We no longer have to guess. Alva Camara says I was completely wrong. The three-game suspension was handed down uh, a little less than an hour ago. And I went live on my on my phone in the car because I was going out running a couple errands. Whenever I leave, it never fails. Something happens. And uh, I went live briefly, but I want to come in and do a proper, you know, appropriate studio based live stream on Alvin Kamara and the impact of his three game suspension. Now, we knew a three game was coming, or one, or two, or three, or four. Like we, we, we knew he was getting suspended. But the question is does he climb into six round territory on the regular? Does he climb into five? Is he still a seven or eight? round pick um does anybody have any data at all right now from a draft I just did I'd be curious to know where Alvin Kamara went in your particular league um, file on in just remember kids if you're thinking of letting a little air out of the ball don't instead jump to the nearest person up uh, pummel their face in and punish is less severe that's true that's true that's a good that's a good point there Travis. The, the, the crazy part about the league you know I understand gambling um I get the integrity of the league's important but what about the integrity of of a human being you know what I'm you know what I'm saying I'm not necessarily saying that somebody shouldn't be suspended an entire year for gambling on sports especially their sport um I, I think you know Calvin really deserved to be suspended but does Jameson Williams deserve to be suspended? I know he knew better. He was told not to do what he did, but he didn't he didn't gamble on the NFL. He gambled on I don't know, was it girls volleyball or, or, or men's basketball or I don't know what it was, golf? I don't know, but it wasn't football. It wasn't the NFL. But Jameson Williams knew his punishment if he did gamble at all on the facility or team premises, but he did it anyway. But the six games, even even knowing his punishment. You're telling me that that's something that that is deserving in parallel to Alvin Kamara's situation? Three games? He gets half the suspension of Jamison Williams? I, again, I think if you gamble on the game, you should be out a year. But proportionately, you should be out a year for smashing a man into the ground. So the NFL is ridiculous with their handing out of punishment. We knew this was going to go this way. This is why the entire offseason... Now, granted, a year ago, we thought maybe he'd be out for an entire season until we watched Roger Goodell and the NFL drag their feet on this situation over and over and over again. We're the only one going live when the, vid, the first video released. We're the only ones that went live immediately when the second video was released. Nobody cares. Nobody cared, and nobody cares but us. And even though I'm telling you to draft Alvin Kamara like clockwork all off season long... I'm still a big advocate against what he did, and the only one going live to sit here and condemn him and say, What are you doing? Why'd you do what you did? You know, why is the NFL not doing anything? Why is the NFL not speaking out? Why is the NFL not putting him on the paid? exemplist which is not a punishment that's just them saying you're going on paid leave we're going to pay you because we can't necessarily punish you yet because things are playing out in a court of law and to the nfl's uh, uh standard they'll let something play out in criminal before they take any action once the proceedings are done and complete and everything's good to go and there's a uh, a not guilty a guilty a plea uh no contest or whatever then the nfl comes in and hands out discipline but they still could exempt list him paid and they did it but Jamison williams i know he was wrong he was told not to do it he did it anyway he should get a slap on the wrist he should get a game or two or uh, at least a fine i get it but why is Jamison williams out six games and alvin Kamara is out three is it scripted? Because it's on his neck. The script told us all of this was going to happen, apparently. And uh, maybe I should have known better. Maybe the script was very clear. The script strikes again. So, in anyway, uh, I, I don't know what to tell you in terms of all of that. But all I can say is let's circle back to football. Because that's what we can control to a degree. We can't control what the NFL does. We can't control how the NFL views these things. And the bottom line is this. Alvin Kamara's playing football, and he's only out three weeks. But you got Kendra Miller impressing this team. They drafted him for a reason. They love him. Uh, Jamal Williams was uh, the touchdown go-getter last year in 2022. So he's coming into a situation where he can be relied upon for a little while. But I do believe uh, Alvin Kamara does have the potential to be a low-end running back one or a high-end running back two at some point During the season. Okay. So whether that's week four. Week five. Week six. I don't know. It could take him some time to get back in a groove. Maybe he never ever returns to form again. Maybe this which he admitted messed with his mind a little bit. He said I'd be lying if I said it didn't affect me. It made him lose friends. It made him lose money. It made him lose respect from people. It made him lose a whole lot of of stuff. And it messed with his mind. Maybe the conclusion of it will get him back on track. Or maybe coming off a, a what you could consider a disappointing year of volatility he comes into the season not playing and then he comes out kind of off you know off key and, and maybe Kendra Miller grabs a kung fu grip of the work and they say, look, this is the future anyway. We're not going to just give him the work. He does well with it. Alvin Kamara, come back after you've done what you've done and we'll just give you the job back. It could go that way. It might not go that way. That's why you can't draft Alvin Kamara in round four. That's why you can't really draft Alvin Kamara in round five. There are too many better options in round five. Fields is in five. Uh, uh, Jahan Dotson probably safer in six than Alvin Kamara. So it really just depends on where you can get him to go forward. This might be a case where we cleaned up the entire offseason, scooping this guy up at seven, eight, nine, 10 round value. I, I have more exposure of Alvin Kamara than really any player in fantasy because he's been free. He's been free. Maybe he doesn't work out. Maybe he ends up busting on everybody anyway, but he was practically free. I got him around nine, round 10, round eight, round nine, over and over and over again on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. Make sure you click the link in the description of the video. There's a link for this that inserts code Smitty for you. All you got to do is click that link or I'm going to drop the link right now in the live chat. Um, There it is right there we draft um using this bad boy so if you want to draft tonight on underdog fantasy promo code smitty click that link that's in the live chat click the link that's in the description if you're watching the replay or just use code smitty and they'll match up to 100 in your first deposit and more importantly you'll be able to draft with us tonight and you'll be able to get in in time but but yeah i i mean i don't know this could be a, a end of the road like hey party's over closing time you don't have to go home, but you can't draft Alvin Kamara here any longer because he's in round five or round six, and round six doesn't feel quite as good as round seven, eight, nine did. So it might be one of those things where he's one of the highest exposures, if not the highest exposure I have in so many of the the, the best ball formats. Um, and go forward, I might not draft a lot of them at all. I don't know. It really just depends on where his ADP is. Will level out at where the when the dust settles where is it going to be um let's go ahead and hit some of these these chat these live questions here in these chats we got oscar dropping a super chat did a weekly winners after the news went early sixth round woo thank you for reporting back i we got to have a button um you know uh, a draft you know update report adp you know firsthand knowledge report or something where we could i could say oscar he's got something for us we hit it we read it so early sixth round—that's an early. That's a really, really, really quick jump in ADP. That's a really quick jump in ADP. Had he gotten zero games, I imagine he'd go around four. So makes sense that round six is where he's going to level out at. I don't know if that's where I'll take him, or or just completely say, look, I've, I've already got so many shares, I'm fine. I'm just going to walk away from Alvin Kamara. My hands are washed. I don't need to draft him anymore. I've got so much exposure. Exposure, I'm fine. The only thing I could say is like if I've got like I've got a buddy league coming up, right? An old time buddy league where I've been drafting for for you know twenty years in this league. Okay, am I going to want him in that league? I have him in best ball. I don't need to take him in any more best ball if he climbs too high. But will I still want to take him in that particular league? And the answer is, yeah. I I, I think it depends on where he's going to be at. Do I see myself uh, passing on on guys like Fields? No, again absolutely not do I see myself passing on a guy like Pacheco probably not I'd probably rather have Pacheco than Kamara and I think Kamara climbing into Pacheco's territory or higher would I rather have Darren Waller at tight end the answer is yes I'd rather grab Darren Waller as my tight end although I love Okonkwo and Kincaid and I could justify that depending on my running back build but Pacheco to me is better Fields is way better t Laws better uh, George Pickens is better, who's a moon man. Jahan Dotson's better, who's a moon man. I'd probably take Kamara over Kadarius Tony at this current moment in time because Kadarius tony has got lesser value. That's where my mind's thinking and going with Alvin Kamara's value right now. I want Kamara in the fifth, if possible, says Silence. That is ridiculously too high, Silence. I would definitely keep that to yourself. Uh, appreciate you, though, anyway. Derek will help Kamara bounce back says real king agreed agreed and that's why i think six is okay i i I think if i'm trying to envision it just depends if fields is there no if i need a quarterback and and even so i mean i don't know that i could i could let him go above fields um pacheco no but but if i'm around six and those guys are all gone and i'm at the end of six i I could maybe get behind it but i I just have to see it in action i haven't done it yet i haven't drafted kamara yet since the news we just gotta kind of wait and see where he falls in relation to that, those six-round players that are going to be in the mix, because I think that's borderline. I think six-round, even mid-six rounds, borderline uh, safe, borderline crazy. It's in the middle. It's like the scale. As I always, say the scale is risk on this side, upside on this this side. Where's the scale at? Is the risk so heavy that it weighs the scale down, and the upside's not heavy enough? Or is the upside so heavy the scale goes like this? Kamara was like that. Upside, upside to the to the moon. It was so heavy. The upside was so heavy, the scale. The risk couldn't even do anything to the scale. The risk was minute when he was in seven, eight, nine, Especially in 9. Especially in 8. And still in 7. Kamara in mid-6. I think the scale returned to balance. Which means you have equal risk, equal, equal upside. That means that the odds of him busting or blowing up are equal. And when a player's scale is like that and not like this then that means that it could go either way and it's a 50-50 type of thing essentially and you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket with a player that has equal risk equal reward doesn't mean you can't buy that player at a a a safe territory or or say to yourself okay um i'm gonna buy him in this particular league alvin Kamara, uh because i need running backs i need the upside of camara i've got a pacheco and uh uh, you know, uh, a Gibbs and I have no other running back. Camara fits the bill here. I'll take Pacheco, Camara, and Gibbs. I have really heavy wide receivers and a great quarterback. I like it. I, you know, I could I could roll with something like that. But in every league, because the risk and reward are even, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket with a guy like Alvin Kamara. Situational, yes or no, depending on who is on the board when you're on the clock. Um, love the content, though. Smitty says last. Kamara is back and running back two, high end running back three. Congrats. He is. I'll take the upside over Kamara in whatever round he's in. Just depends on where he climbs, my guy. Thank you for the super chat, uh, Oscar. You're the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, Matt O, appreciate you. Matt O in the building he says he's late. That's okay, Matt. We appreciate you. Phone lines are open. dial in.
0: Call into the show. Call, call, call into the
4: show.
1: dial in let's uh let's see what you guys have to think on this topic and um, you know we'll we'll discuss phone number three game suspension i was completely wrong maddo Kamara. let's talk about it let's see where you think thank you maddo appreciate you uh let's see where you would take him let's let's have a little open discussion about alvin Kamara. And where we can push the boundaries of of drafting him, like what is what is ridiculous? I think round five. No offense, silence, but I think you're you take him around. You're hoping to get him in round five. I think that's a that's a that's a that's a place he could climb. But hoping to get him in round five, wouldn't you be hoping to get him in round six or seven still? Like why would you be hoping in five? He's not going in four. He shouldn't be going in four. Probably won't be going in four. If he goes in four, I'll gladly admit I'm wrong. Then come in with a big grin and say, hey. Welcome to the live stream. Let's completely let everybody grab Alvin Kamara in round four. I don't know that hope for him in round five. I think round five is too high. I think hope for him in round six, mid-six. Not even early six, but mid-six, sure. I could get behind that. And again, not in every league. Not in every league. Fitzy, appreciate you. Uh, Fitzy's calling in, actually. Uh, Fitzy, what's up? You're live. What's up? So,
0: So, I have have to ask ask myself this, like, like... Would you rather have, like, like an Alvin Kamara with three-game suspension suspension or, like, now he's intermedicine? And I would would rather have a Kamara, personally. Like, Like, yeah, he's kind of, like, a a bad guy, guy, like, like beating up up on people. people, But in terms terms of of football, football, like, like, I don't know. know, He's proven to be one of the star running backs in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I mean, the question would be, has he dropped off a little? And, and I don't know that we know the answer to that. I will say that when everyone was saying he dropped off, I was watching, I mean, I've watched every play. And I'll be honest with you, when I watched Kamara play, I didn't feel like he dropped off. I feel like he wasn't utilized properly. He didn't get in, you know, rhythm. He would be used on strange plays and get wrapped up, but it wasn't really his fault. I think he still got a good, you know, three quarters of an elite season left, and we'll call it lucky if you get the full one season, I think that's where you got to buy him. That's what you got to expect. And the fact that he's missing three games means maybe he gives you that full three quarters of a season, you know, almost straight. But um, yeah, regardless of whether you like him, dislike him, this is not the question at hand for some of the people in the chat that say he's he's this or he's that. And and I respect anybody that doesn't want to draft him just out of principle, but I don't have that luxury. Nor would I actually approach it that way, even from a from a regular Joe perspective. If I'm I'm talking analyst, I I can't do that. I can't be like, don't draft him. You know, like you got to do what you got to do personally. But I'm gonna tell you where the value is. I'm gonna. He's been a part of the of the planet Uranusman list. And off he goes to the. Planet he's been known as. Uranus. He's been on this list. Him mixing, Watson, Dalvin Cook. These are the Planet Uranus men list, and he's been he's been king a lot. We've, we'll put the crown back on him. He's king right now. doesn't mean we don't draft him. It just means, yeah, we, I mean, we acknowledge what kind of person he is, and, you know, he says he was completely wrong. That's some BS because he got in a limo right after and started bragging about how he connected on the guy's face. And he was excited about it. So he can say whatever he wants, but we all know what kind of person he is. But we are in, in the game of fantasy football. And he has, in my opinion, still has enough upside, assuming he's not out of rhythm, can't get back into a groove, or his job's kind of halfway gone because Kendra Miller goes in and looks amazing, which he could. I love Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller flirted with my three, four, five running back rankings all offseason long before uh, he was drafted. So that wasn't like like a, a developing thing after the NFL draft where I started to like Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller was a guy I, I was pumping pretty hardcore before the NFL draft. So he's a great running back. And, and I, I think what happens with Kamara after the three game suspension completely relies on how good Kendra Miller and Jamal Williams do. And Jamal Williams can't be discredited either because he did come off a big season and maybe they lean on him. He's a good running back. He's not a great running back. He's a good running back. He's a good running back that had a great situation last year, and he basically slept walk into that that league leading touchdown production. It's not like he, you know, it's not like he grabbed a hold of the reins and took took over. He was kind of right place, right time, good enough player to get it done. Very good goal line guy. Good no- nose for the end zone. I think the the Saints are sure to use Jamal near the goal line. We'll see. We'll see but but fifth think, ra- fifth round value, I wouldn't go near fifth round value. I think six rounds pretty understandable, but I wouldn't even do six round in every league. I think that's 50-50 that he's going to bust on you or do well.
0: Right, and I have something else to like chime in about. I feel like Kamara is going to be almost Jamal Williams like swift in a way. Like he's a receiving back and I don't know. I feel like Jamal Williams could be a goal line, you know, threat. And then Kamara is going to be like more, you know, receiving and, you know, I, don't I know. mean, I mean, that's like, what he's yeah.
1: been. So, yeah, I mean, it's not surprising. Yeah, but. But I
0: feel like more more like this year than anything. Like I don't see Kamara rushing for like 700, 800 yards. Like, I yeah, feel like it, he's going to have he's going to have more receiving than anything.
1: They they may they may that might be part of the 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 return you know the situation that he returns to is that okay Kendra and Jamal are getting a lot of work and we're not going to take that away but let's start getting Camaro <laughs> out there catching passes and helping Derek Carr because quite honestly he's probably still the second best receiver on the entire on the entire team you know I yeah, I, I, Malav- I know a lot of people like Mike Thomas and they think he's going to bounce back but I can't rely upon that. And especially if Mike Thomas, if and when Mike Thomas goes down, it's, it's a matter of when, not if. Uh, then Kamara comes in, and and Kamara, you know, could become like one of the slot wide receivers, and he could be all over the field. You know, he can be on the field at the same time as Jamal. So I gr- I agree with that to an extent. I think Kamara is still a threat for like eight to ten touchdowns if if everything can go well for him, and that's an amazing running back to get in round six seven. But because there's no guarantee he's going to get that, and because we at, we don't really know where he's at, and why did the team not use him at the end of the season? Really, you know, the way they should have, they were like taking him out on third downs. They were taking him out during his bread and butter butter roll, you know. But, but I, I think you know with Derek Carr in there, it could definitely change. And I think they're gonna they're gonna want to use their weapons. And keep in mind too, the Saints also were not very eager to do anything on the suspension they basically said we're not doing a thing they basically said exactly that we're not doing a thing until the league tells us so it's not like they're going to try and handle that in-house you know so they, they they apparently are not mad at them all that much right
0: they're they're more concerned about football than the off the field stuff it sounds like
1: yeah and Derek Carr working out is critical for them they can't they can't watch this implode so you know who who's who's a great player to have on the field to help Derek Carr Alva Camara you know, regardless of what it looked like last year, last year was a mess. And and honestly, I hope Alvin Kamara has a great year, no matter whether I own him or not, because I want Olave to be stretching the field. And, and you know, that that's going to definitely help the run game, too. Olave, look, everyone needs to remember that Olave was the number one wide receiver in the National Football League in air yards with Winston under center. He he was crushing everybody. It wasn't even close. He was the number one wide receiver in air yards, meaning there's more air under the football as it's heading to the receiver than anybody in the National Football League. He was crushing everybody. Who is one of the best air yard quarterbacks in the National Football League? Derek Carr. Carr. Because he throws Mm -hmm. missiles down the field, whether you like him or not, whether you win games with him or not, doesn't matter. He he was a, a godsend to Devontae Adams, after leaving an Aaron Rodgers, because there are very few quarterbacks like those two, so it was like a perfect replacement. So you 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 bring Carr over to the Saints situation, and you start pumping air yards back into the offense and the system. Guess what happens? Alave gets to stretch the field. Alave is going to be top one to five in air yards this year. And what does stretching the field do? Gives more room for the RBs to navigate the field and 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 have more room to not only. Hit a hole or be uh, wide open in the flat, or just have once they break through the line of scrimmage, have just a big space, a big gap that they can they can rip off four, five, six, seven extra yards. This is gonna be, there's gonna be a lot of room to navigate the middle of the field, the line of scrimmage, everywhere, the flat, everywhere. So a LaVe car is the best thing that could have ever happened to the potential bounce back of Camara or the uh, evolution of Kendra Miller. Is what 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 I'm going with. I I really think at this point I wouldn't be surprised, and I don't know yet. I get a good sense of what I'm about to do before I do it, and I can kind of like telegraph it with you guys. I have a feeling that I'm going to be getting more Kendra Miller than ever before. I I feel like this is going to nudge his value down a little bit, and I know some people are going to look at Kendra Miller starting week one, two, and three and be excited about that, but I think in general. Kendra Miller's balloon was deflated a little bit today even though initially he gets out there I, I think I, I think I just I like Kendra Miller long term but I still draft Kamara I'm taking Kamara and Kendra Miller whenever I draft Kamara they're an absolute must handcuff one of the most critical ones it's a little confusing because Jamal Williams is still there and you're like okay what if I cuff the two and I don't even get the starter what if, what if Jamal Williams is the lone starter and you run that risk but We'll, we'll have to see. Hey, they, t- they
5: always, uh,
4: uh, always in uh, in uh, New Orleans, they've always run a two back system. Even uh, after uh, what uh, was it, Sean Pay uh, or uh, uh, whoever it was uh, they left, they've always used running back by committee. They used
5: two.
1: Well, I wouldn't go as far as to say that, Stephen. I mean, Alvin Kamara was the the workhorse starter. Like there was no there was no sharing role really other than you can only give Kamara so much work when he's out there doing receiving work you know like he's out there doing an additional job so you can't you have another running back that's going to supplement and run the ball when he's out there playing wide receiver so that I wouldn't categorize it the way you just categorized it they don't they're not a committee crew they they've had they have a lot of things going on and they're their running back's a big time receiver. That's the only thing I, I would I wouldn't say that they are just all about running back by committee. Not to mention you got change year over year coaching all that. I, I would just say that that Alvin Kamara is going to walk into a committee because there's no way Alvin Kamara just walks in and just takes over all the work. Like he's out three games, he's missing things. He doesn't just walk straight back in and say everybody get to the bench so he's gonna have to carve out more and more each week so I think people need to prepare for that but I wouldn't say history Alvin, uh, Alvin Kamara and Jamal
4: Williams are an excellent running back Duo well I mean, you know what I mean they're, they're excellent and uh, maybe uh, it, it's a little undervalued.
1: Well, under, I mean, we'll see. I mean, Kamara's climbing as we speak, so I don't know that you can say that anymore. Steven, this is what I've been saying for months and months and months. Get Alvin Kamara and get Kendra Miller and get them now. Cuff them together. It's the easiest running back three flex you can find in fantasy. But like now now you're getting on board is you're going to be overpaying, Steven. I wouldn't say they're undervalued. Steven, how are they undervalued? Like Kamara's climbing every, every inches every second we're talking. He's going straight into, some people are saying around five. Around four or five, so like I don't I don't know that he's a value anymore. The value's gone, Stephen. The value is me telling you for months to draft Kamara in every single league you're in. That's the
4: value, Stephen.
1: I don't know that there's value anymore, but there still could be. I can be.
4: get uh, Damian Paris around later.
1: Yeah, I, I'd be okay with that.
0: Depends the league.
1: All right, hey, hang tight, Stephen. Um, hang hang tight, Steven. Hang tight, uh, Fitzy. Let's go to Avi. Avi, what's up? You're live.
0: Uh,
5: I can't really talk. I'm on a bus back from camp. I'm just listening along, though. Bus
1: back from yeah. camp? What camp were you at? Band yeah, camp? Yeah. No, ba- I can
5: talk. Band camp? Uh, I'd work at day camp. Yeah, day camp. Yeah, it's lit. We're campers. Okay. But, yeah, I think uh, I can talk. No, Kamara being suspended three games is fine. And uh, I like him in the sixth round. Get him in the sixth, not the fifth. Yeah. a little early.
1: Fifth too early yeah. I, I don't i don't smitty approve the fifth round i, I don't even smitty approve like 6.1 it's it's kind of like it depends who's available around six that's when i can smitty approve it so de- definitely feel like uh i feel like everybody's i feel like everybody's gonna be all over the map and the dust needs to settle this is gonna get crazy crazy um so we'll see. By the way, in the throne, they're 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 drafting like snails in this throne. This is this may be the last year we even do it. I can't even get these guys to to get super ultra really? excited about. I don't know. It's just like we're, <laughs> we're we're barely through. Um, I mean, I we drafted in like tw- we drafted like twenty minutes the first time, and then the second time I waited an hour and a half before I went live because I don't want to do a live stream right before my eight PM show, and then we drafted it almost immediately. So we're, we. But but, uh, Chris Olave just went, which really sucks. I thought maybe he, I thought I didn't think he'd fall all the way back to us, but you never know. So it went Amon Ross, St. Brown, Devonte Adams, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, Jalen Waddle, and Chris Olave, and that's just that's as far as it's gone since yesterday. the only two
5: or three years ago it was really good. It was, it was the bubble, bubble year, the year. year after the bubble. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think the reason why everyone is—I don't know—people pe- aren't doing any live streams, or they're just doing polls, and um, I don't know. Just take. It I,
4: I like the idea that uh, you know if you're you're in the first round. You take Justin Jefferson if it's one or two, you know, and, and uh, the uh, the thing of it is, is that you can come back around in a second, and if Jalen Waddles there, you can take him. And then nobody wants to stack with the quarterbacks. You know, you can stack uh, Cousins with uh, uh, with Jefferson, and he's going to win you a, a game. You can stack uh, Tula with J- J- Jalen Waddle, and he'll win you a game. Uh, I like this double stack method that I didn't see. And I don't know if anybody's paying any attention to it. What are well, your th- thoughts on this,
1: Well, I, I think stacking o- is obviously good and beneficial in best ball. But it helps you zero percent in redraft in Dynasty. There's, there's sometimes it hampers you. Um, the, the only time you want to stack is when the offense is ultra potent. So I don't mind the Cousins and Jefferson stack, but I tend to I tend to like stack Burrow and Chase a lot. The stack above all stacks. But but the the Burrow and Chase stack isn't good isn't the best stack ever just because they're teammates on the same team. It's because they, they, they're they so under, you know, they're, they were, I don't want to say Chase is undervalued anymore, but he was because he was like number four or five overall last year. Um, he was definitely undervalued. And I think even now, I think he scores 15, 16, 17 touchdowns this year. So if you get him at two, it may not seem like a, a value, but it technically is to me. And if he was to fall to number three overall, which he kind of does. With Burrow's cav injury, I've seen him fall to three and four on occasion, but he's usually going two or three. But I don't see Chase going number one at all. And you know, so so the the Burrow Chase stack, because Burrow's so late and Chase is so amazing, it's the funnest stack to own. And and stacks are fun. And redraft, I don't mind stacking because it's fun. And part of fantasy football is to have a good time. You know, you, you need to you need to not compromise winning with that good time. But that, you you you, you could,
4: you could yeah,
1: you could balance out the the fun and 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 get some of that in there. But I mean, no, I don't I don't want Tua Tagovailoa at all on my team just because I've Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Like no way. Because what if Tua has a bad game? What if Tua goes down with a concussion? I don't, I, I, why not just draft Fields and, have T, and Tyreek Hill? Fields and Tyreek Hill. I don't want Tua. I don't want Tua, well, I don't want Tua I, at all. What the I've been doesn't... doing
4: late in the draft is just waiting and taking Tua if I get Waddle. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and a lot of times I've been getting Garrett, Garrett Wilson. I don't. Uh, You know, as uh, my second wide receiver or first wide receiver. Yeah. And then you can just take Rodgers and double them up. And then just, you know, you have a don't second. I don't hate it. I don't hate it,
1: but I probably won't do it because I want fields. I want T Law. I want Joe Burrow. I want I want a quarterback that could be the number 1 quarterback um, in fantasy football, but
0: I don't I, mean to interrupt anybody, but um I really don't even like Waddle. Like I feel like Olave would be better than Waddle because Olave's going to get those air yards from Derek Carr. Like
1: Yeah, I, won't I just s- feel
0: like I feel like Waddle is capped a little bit. So I feel like Olave has like a higher ceiling, but maybe Waddle has a, a safer floor. I don't know. Yeah, I would rather
1: have Olave. I'm not. I'm not a and big.
0: I think personally, as
4: long as Tua is healthy, um, he will feed that offense. And
0: if he gets hurt, I just he gets hurt. Yeah, but yeah, but you can't. You
4: can't.
1: You can't say if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. Like as if it's like a, a shot in the dark, or like anybody's gonna get like it's football. Anybody can get hurt. That's not. He is a huge injury risk, Steven. He is the well, odds. Are, well, that's
4: what I was saying because I was taking Aaron Rodgers around later and, and gotcha. sacking well, Tua and Aaron Rodgers with Garrett Wilson. I, I don't, I don't
1: hate it, but I will never do it. I just, I'm not, I'm not buying Tua when I can go get a, a monster quarterback in Fields in round five or a T. Law in round six. But that's be, you know, trust your gut, Stephen. That's why we play the game, and you know, don't well, let
4: I mean, it. Don't. Is, all, all I'm saying is, is Garrett Wilson is a top uh, three wide receiver, and Aaron Rodgers has to get him the ball.
1: Yeah. I mean I love Aaron Rodgers.
4: A uh, rising tide raises all ships, correct?
1: I I love Aaron Rodgers, but have you heard me say anything about I won't draft Aaron Rodgers? I'm saying Tua. I don't want Tua. I feel like Tua even got figured out before he got injured toward toward the end of toward the middle of the year. But but you haven't heard you're 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 saying that I don't like Rodgers. I never once said that. I love drafting Aaron Rodgers. I'll draft Aaron Rodgers as my second quarterback in best ball all day long. And I do it all the time because if he has a big game, boom, he's in my lineup. I don't have to make any decisions. I don't have to call it right or wrong. Best ball, you can you can crush with that. And in regular non best ball, Aaron Rodgers is a fantastic starter if you miss out on fields, if you miss out on on Burrow, and you get to that later part of the quarterback uh room, you just grab Aaron Rodgers with a smile. But but I'm just not sold on Tua. Why go after a guy that's got a huge injury risk and just say, well, if he goes down, he goes down. Like why not just avoid him? You know, and and, I, and and I'm with I'm with I don't know if it's Fitzy or whoever said it, but Good it's man. like Waddle's not a second round pick to me. I know everybody wants him to be, and maybe he can produce that. I don't know, but but he is the second option, and I think he, you know, if, if Hill was to go down or something, which you can't predict, but then of course you know he'd have more more chance to be a, an elite wide receiver. One I like Waddle a lot. Dynasty is a different conversation. Because I don't think Tyreek Hill has three years left. I think he has one or two years left. And I'm even concerned a little bit about Tyreek Hill this year. He's looking bad in camp. I know people are going to laugh at that and say, yeah, that's camp, you're going to get mad at camp. But look, at some point he's going to slow down because he's he's moving differently than the average player in terms of firing off those hamstrings. We've seen speedy guys like him have paper-thin hamstrings by by a, uh, by the end of their career and sometimes have a shorter career than you'd think. Um, I I just don't like Jalen Waddle in round two at all. Not at all. I'm, I've, I've never drafted, unless I've auto-drafted him, I've never drafted Jalen Waddle in round two. I think it's, it's way too early. Just like T. Higgins in round two is way too early. Those are number two wide receivers for their team, and you still got a boatload of players that are the number one wide receivers, and a lot of them still very potent offenses that are all sitting there, like Olave. like... Um, you know, obviously St. Browns and guys like that, but yeah, I don't disagree with your Garrett Wilson take, obviously, Stephen, because or, or, or whatever you said on that, and I don't disagree with your Aaron Rodgers take. I love Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a good year. Doesn't mean I want to draft him though over Fields because Fields could be one to five. Fields could be the number one quarterback in fantasy football twenty twenty three. I'm not in the business of how many, how many, how much bargain can I get a quarterback. I think people need to stop bargain hunting at quarterback and say to themselves. Look, we have a number one potential quarterback sitting in round five, in Justin Fields. At what point are you going to say enough's enough? I don't need to keep bargain late, shopping. Late in the
4: first round, they're taking Travis Kelsey, and they want to immediately come around in the second round and, and pair him up with Patrick Mahomes.
1: What's wrong with that?
4: Yeah, but that's. Probably- I think it's a waste of a pick.
1: Why? Why is that, how is that a waste of a pick?
4: Well, well because fine. it's a second round, it, it's a second round pick. You can get uh, much better wide receivers and uh, and running backs as you can a quarterback. Patrick
5: so, Holmes, so uh, yeah. he's gonna you if he's the number
4: to he one or whatever. But you can do it. Steve, Steve, I mean, I you, know, you can do it. You, you can hold, take, hold on, hold on, one at a
1: time, one at a time, one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. Stephen, hold on. Okay, you know what? Phone lines disconnected. Boom. Okay, you've gotta have some control on the show. Call back in if you want to be added to the phone line. But we got to have some sort of control on the show. Steven, you can call back. Gabe, you can call back. Whoever else is on the on the phone, you can call back. But I mean, seriously. Okay. As I was trying to explain to Steven. If you go to the marker board. And we take a look at this bad boy. Look at Dallas with his super chat still on the screen. That's my boy. If we look at this right here. And we say, first of all, Stephen, there's no wasted pick. There's no wasted pick of Patrick Mahomes. It's just a strategy that you might not en- enjoy, and that's okay. Let me see if the call's still here. I might have, I might have ended the call. Hold on.
3: Here, I met,
1: <laughs> They're down. still there. I, okay, hold on. Hang tight. Hey, hang tight, real quick. I hung up on you guys because you guys wouldn't shut up when I said, hold on. So, Stephen, hang tight. Okay, so Stephen. <laughs> Let me explain to you what you're trying to say here, okay? So, you have you have uh, Kelsey in this round one, okay? You're taking Mahomes in round two. It may not be what you want to do. It's not a wasted pick, like you said. It's not a wasted pick at all. He's the, He could be the number one quarterback in fantasy football. He could be the number one overall fantasy football scorer in 2023. You can't waste a pick on the number one overall player in round two, the thing you're trying to emphasize is that, and this could be for you, in your situation, Stephen, with your skill set of drafting, maybe you're super good at getting quarterbacks late, which is fine. And you can go after Cousins, you can go after Aaron Rodgers, you can go after Tua's and do combinations. That That is fine. I, I, I get that. But you're going, at, where are you getting Tua? Where are you getting Tua? Stephen? I think Stephen hung up. If, if, got let's just say so. This is round four, uh, three. This is four. This is five. This is six. This is seven. I can get a George Pickens in round seven. Okay, so it's apples to apples comparison. I hate explaining this over and over and over here, Stephen. Stephen, let's say you get a quarterback in round seven, okay, and let's say I get a wide receiver in round seven. Your wide receiver, let's say you're Waddle. You take Waddle because you're taking Waddle in round two, which I don't advise. I think it's too early. Can I, can I just
4: stop you for just a second? Can, can, can you just... Can you
1: let me finish, Steven? And, and, and then I want have to hang up on you again. Waddle and a later quarterback is comparable in, at the very least to George Pickens and Mahomes. Waddle and a later quarterback, I don't care if the quarterback is Watson. I don't care if the quarterback is Herbert. You could compare Herbert and Waddle to Mahomes and Pickens. And and, and so all all I'm saying is when you say wasted pick, that's totally not, not true. This is not a wasted pick. This is a strategy that some people are good at, some people aren't. If you're good at shopping late wide receivers and running backs, then early quarterback can work for you. Not to mention the amount of points you're getting with Mahomes and Kelsey. It's not a strategy for everybody. But it is certainly a strategy that can work and you can build an amazing team around. And Kelsey in round one, is this is the best year to ever do it. Because the running backs and wide receivers are deeper than they've ever been. You've got Walker in this territory. You've got Gibbs in the early fourth or Mid third down. You've got Pacheco in six. You've got Camara in the seven eight nine and now climbing. Who knows where he's going. Damian Pierce, you got so many RB swift. It's so running back rich everywhere. And even the wide receivers, there's no real dead zone for any position this year, to be honest with you. You got pickens, you got uh, you got, uh, even there is Tony's later. Now you've got guys spread out all over the board. There's no reason you can't do some sort of, okay, if I go quarterback early, all I got to do is land my Jahan Dotson at 7.2 and Dotson and Mahomes are going to crush. In my opinion, Watson and Waddle motion detected at
2: the front door. Go
1: ahead, Steven Ziggy. Show me the front door. What okay.
4: I'm trying to say is, is that I do not. Uh, condone taking Kelsey and Mahomes the first two. We know that. Uh, You can get Isaiah Pacheco in the the sixth, seventh round, and you can get all those wide. You can literally take the entire Kansas City offense if you want to because, uh, you know, uh, other than Kadarius Toney is getting overdrafted, you can take those young rookies that that are down there, and Mahomes is going to make it work. Those are the, uh, you know, I I don't have any problem with taking Kelsey and Mahomes. If I'm taking Kelsey, I'm looking for
1: it. Okay, thank you, Stephen. Uh, let's go over to uh, let's go over to Matt. Matt, what's up, my guy?
3: I just I just wanted to talk to you about the video from yesterday. If you, if you had a moment. Uh,
1: what what video?
3: The uh, Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields.
1: Hold on one second. I don't I don't think the, the audio is picking up here. One second. Let me see if I can get the audio back. Looks like maybe I don't know why this happens. My phone line always has problems. Let me see one second. Okay, talk again, bro. Can you
3: hear
1: me? Uh Steven, talk real quick.
4: Howdy do. You do? You
1: I don't know why I don't know why this is not picking up. Can can everybody hear? Let me see. I might I might have to do de- I don't know. Right. I can hear Ziggy
4: you. off. Ziggy. I can hear
1: you, you're fine. Uh, okay, thanks Steven. Appreciate you. Uh I don't know why. It looks like the the phone line is working, but it's not necessarily showing the audio. Let me see. Talk again. Can everybody hear? Can everybody hear? No.
3: I can. I
0: can hear. you. I can no, I not me. on the phone. Not
1: on the phone line. I I meant the chat. Can the chat hear the? Can the chat hear you guys? Yeah, I think they can now. Go. Somebody talk. Hello. Okay, Hello. It, it's back. I don't know. It, was, it, might, it might have been Steven's line that like. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um, go ahead. Who was talking? I didn't mean to interrupt you.
3: Me, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. So, if you took Justin Fields and put him on the Eagles. What do you think would happen,
1: Justin Fields on the Eagles? What do I think would happen? I think he would be as good as Jalen Hurts.
3: My thing is, is people forget because he was on the Bears last year. He played like, and he didn't have any weapons. So people think he's like just a horrible passer. But Justin Fields in a while didn't even run the ball.
1: Yeah, people and don't understand. To
3: like a bunch of my buddies at work, and they was like. Oh, Justin Fields is trash. This, that, and third, and I'm like, dude. I'm like, if he had half the weapons that Jalen Hurts had in an offensive line, that dude would put up crazy.
1: Yeah, but bro, you need attack. to. And
3: like it was just some horrible take, and I'm like, dude, the dude had nothing last year. Yeah, no. Um, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think it might be. Is that Matt talking? Is that Matt? Yeah. Hey Matt, yeah. mute real quick, and then uh, let me hear uh, let me hear Avi talk real quick. Avi talk real quick.
5: Yeah, or so, Um yeah. yeah, I agree on the Kelsey Mahomes. I think that's perfect. You can't go wrong with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he's going to score you 40 points somewhere and uh dominate. And uh Jalen Waddle in the third round you want. Um Tyreek Kale's going to get his targets and he's going to get a what? Jalen Watt you want in the third.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know why you, you some of your audio is coming in some of it's not. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, uh, but but Maddie, what I'll say on this one, bro, is is that the thing that pisses me off about all the Fields hate is that Fields is going to. He has a really good setup right now, like DJ Moore, Cole Komet, Mooney, Tyler Scott, uh, a, a plethora of running backs that can get it done, um, improved offense and defense, and in a in a in a coaching staff and a, a GM that knows what they're doing and they're building from the trenches and getting this team where it needs to be. I think it's almost laughable when people say that fields can't reach Jalen hurts numbers this year. Like it's laughable to me. He could be the number one overall quarterback in fantasy football, 2023. And it doesn't just have to come through the ground. And the fact that people think he's not a good passer, that he's inaccurate. They show me they don't watch football. They show me that they may watch football for their team, but they don't watch football. They don't watch all of football. They don't consume all football. They don't watch what's going on. They don't understand that Fields was literally running around for his life. He had no one to throw to. It's idiotic no, oh to my. suggest. But it's idiotic to suggest that he's inaccurate when he had no one to throw to and he was throwing on the run. You're an, your, your accuracy is not going to be quite as on par as you're scrambling around the field trying to get your wide receivers to run routes they're not even designed to run because you're they're scrambling around trying to get open and everybody's injured it's ridiculous it's ridiculous and it's also ridiculous that people think he can't be a a gunslinger in the NFL it's ridiculous that people laugh at 4,000 yards he could easily throw for 4,000 yards he might do it this season He might, he'll at least have 3,500 plus yards, but he could throw for 38. He could throw for 37. He could throw for 4,000 yards if he wanted to. And to to suggest he can't because somebody decided to open their eyes and watch one season of football last year and think that paints a picture about Justin Fields and his capabilities. Get out of here. Because everyone said the same thing about Josh Allen. He'll never be a good thrower. He's not a good thrower. He just scrambles. He's a gadget quarterback. Look, look how inaccurate he was. What, you can't improve? You can't improve on your accuracy? Not to mention, if you open your eyeballs, it wasn't Fields being inaccurate. He threw 11 INTs while he's scrambling for his life the entire season. You're going to throw 15-20 if you're a bad quarterback, scrambling around for your life and throwing missiles anywhere you can and you only have 11 INTs, obviously he's making good decisions. He's tucking the ball, he's running, he's throwing it out of bounds. How many plays did Fields throw out of bounds or out of reach of a defender because his wide receiver wasn't open? Tell me that. Riddle me that to anybody that's out there hating on Justin Fields' accuracy. Nobody looks at any of that. They just see a number on a stat. Excel Eric will look at a stat sheet and go, Oh, he didn't have a lot of... He he didn't throw the ball. He threw the, the amount of times he threw the ball, Smitty. He should have had he had eleven ints. That's pretty high, actually, considering how much he threw the football. He's scrambling around for could his I, life. Could
4: I have the mic for a couple of seconds, just real quick, and then I'm gone.
1: Okay, Stephen, go ahead.
4: I understand exactly what you're saying. I, I want to talk for a minute about the Cleveland Browns. They, they I mean, it's hilarious. They turned around and went down the back alley and came out from everybody getting down on their knees and giving Deshaun Watson $350 million guaranteed. And the best quarterback that they have is a fifth-round pick that they never would have figured to have had. And I find that hilarious as crap, and uh, I will uh, I'll shut up and just listen. Love you guys.
1: Hey, Stephen, I know I'm hard— Oh, Stephen, you there? I know I'm hard on Steven sometimes, but I, I do appreciate Stephen. Stephen, let's send Stephen to the moon. He deserves it. To the moon. All right, let me head on over to Fitzy real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you kick you guys off the phone line here in a second and and uh, and do some other things and come back. I might do another live stream before the eight pm show, but we'll see. Uh, Fitzy, you got anything else you want to add?
0: Yeah, I was going to ask, uh, we were talking about Kamara earlier. I was wondering, um, you know, if Javante, you know, shows flashes during the preseason. I feel like I would draft Javante over Alvin Kamara.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Javante, Javante's like, moving, moving the up A&P draft The
0: ADP would not suggest that right now. But well, we don't know
1: that because remember yesterday, new new report came out and it said that right, he's, so he's we'll going to play preseason data, games. Right. He could definitely climb to like round five. But but wouldn't be shocked Correct. if they were like right neck and neck, you know what I mean? Like one one player apart, something like
0: that. I mean if I had to pick one, I would pick him, so I'd I would pick Javante.
1: I would take Javante. All right, um, Fishy. Fishy. Alright, we'll talk to you later. Yeah, call, call on later at the APM show, bro. Sounds good. Alright, uh hang tight, guys. I just want to get these super chats out, then I'll go to Avi and Salty. Um Oscar, appreciate you overcome said just got Bijan at the 18 in a grandma mock draft. Oh, I was excited until I read mock draft. Overcome. I was excited until I saw mock. I thought you got him in a real league. Travis Rowe dropping a $5 holler says, uh, For Smitty laying down the hammer, Someday people will learn. A convo means you talk, I talk, You ramble like a maniac for 10 minutes. LOL. Thank you, uh, uh, Travis. Appreciate you. Overcome. Uh, donation for a new phone for Steven. Over, overcome sending me the $5. I'll see if I can get that to him. <laughs> I suggest you guys go check out the summer camp news coming out about uh, for James Cook. Cook is a, is the running back 30 range. And he'll exceed his ADP by a lot, says Isaac. Isaac likes James Cook a lot. I don't blame you. I, I don't trust Buffalo to utilize one running back but you know i can understand you know he looked, he looked good at times so i i I can't i can't say i smitty approve it but i don't disapprove it isaac that's for sure and i appreciate your super chats all right uh let's go to avi avi final thoughts
5: uh justin fields to the moon see you later
1: all right later avi appreciate you uh salty
2: you're live
5: yeah, oh, man, I didn't
2: realize I was calling in at the end of the show. Um, that's right. Yeah, well, I'll just call back at the 8 p.m. show. When no,
1: go, Salty, go over, salty. Go ahead. The floor is yours.
0: Well, I
2: actually just wanted to ask, um, I know you're not huge on James Conner, that's for damn sure. Um, what do you think about Keontae Ingram, though, behind him for, in a dynasty perspective for the next couple of years, maybe in two years? How do you think that's going to
1: out? Keontae Ingram. Uh, I do, I do like him. I think there's some upside. The only question I would have is, it doesn't seem like the team's very invested in him. And I know a lot of people think talent rises to the top, and sometimes it does. But the bad thing about you know players, what what when was he drafted? What was his draft draft round? Uh,
2: I, I, I think he was, was a was sixth draft. or seventh rounder. Draft. Sixth rounder, maybe.
1: Round. Let me if just...
2: i I may be incorrect on that. No, 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 I think no, no you're, you're fine, bro. I'm loves... just gonna,
1: I just want to pull it up and be accurate, instead of. Uh... Yeah. So he was. Um... Where was he drafted? Let's see. Draft tracker. Let me just pull it up. I just want to be completely accurate here, and just say that you know guys can rise up, you know that are drafted in the fourth, fifth, sixth. You know, running backs is really there's like a cutoff. Where it's like if you're not a fourth rounder, the team has such little investment in you that it 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 makes it tough to get into a starting role. It's not like it can't happen. I'm not saying that at all, mm-hmm. but uh, it's definitely one of those things where you know the odds of them drafting get another player um, are high before he ever gets his full crack at the at the job. So example, uh, Connor is not great all year, but he keeps the job all year. And then the, the the Cardinals go into next season and draft another running back uh, that is maybe even higher draft capital, and that draft capital speaks yeah. volumes. So that's the only thing I would say. He's definitely intriguing, um, but there there's definitely okay. no no security. Um, let me just see why why am I not? Uh, let me go. So
2: and then uh, another question about him though: Would in a dynasty league, would you rather have him or Dion Jackson?
1: Would I rather have who? Can I say
2: Ingram or Dion Jackson, the uh, backup to Jonathan Taylor?
1: Um. Ingram. 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 Yeah, I I don't I don't really think uh, I don't think uh, yeah I think he's got just a better shot, but again it's not it's not a great shot. Was he even Ingram yeah. running back for the Arizona Cardinals? He was uh, was he undrafted or what? What round did he go in? Was he not drafted? Let's see. Here. Cardinals. He may have been yeah, he might have been on. Let's see. I think he was undrafted. Yeah, so that's even worse. Was he undrafted? Some someone confirmed in the chat, but I think maybe he was undrafted. He might have been undrafted. Uh, Cardinals uh, Cardinals got Stills in ra- uh, round six, Clark in round six, um, uh, Tune yeah, in round. Yeah, they took in uh, pick, 201. pick two hundred
2: one, pick two hundred one in the twenty twenty two draft. They took Keontae Ingram in the sixth round.
1: That's weird because it's not showing on his draft tracker. That's weird on the dra- on the Cardinals draft tracker. But but yeah, the the, the problem is with that, that draft capital is. It doesn't scream we got to get him in there. It doesn't scream our investment's so high we got to use him. And so what I was trying to say is if Connor yeah. does linger all year, that means that next season they're going to probably draft another RB somewhere in the same vicinity. So the odds are just not extremely in his favor. But I do like him. I think he's a good player. Okay. Uh, I like a guy like Chase Brown more. I like, obviously, Roshan and H.A. more. I like a guy like, um, even though okay. he's small and I don't know that he's He's going to profile well to be a, a, a starting running back ever in the National Football League, but I love um, uh, Deuce Vaughn. Uh, I think he could he could just be exciting for a short period of time, but but Ingram's Ingram's okay. He's okay. Cool. Um, that
2: was all, I was really calling in to. to ask. All right, salty. Because um, uh, yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, let's just send Stephen on a lap whenever we can. Hey, you
1: know, I, yeah, that's true. I, I agree with that. But but Steve, I do want Stephen to know he's he's we like him a lot here, and I don't want Stephen to think oh, he yeah, can't call it's in. Oh so yeah,
2: bad blood. I, I just think, yeah. I think it's funny when we've been hey, sending him on laps. Hey Stephen, call, call in real quick. Blood.
1: Yes, call, Stephen, call back real quick. All right, Salty, appreciate you. And Salty, you keep sending him on a super chat, a super chat lap any chance you get. I I even think Stephen will be okay with that if he calls in again. I'll make sure he's good with it, but I, you know, he's he's a man of the show. Some people say I'm I'm a oh, little yeah. hard on Stephen, but Stephen, he's the thickest skin. He's got the thickest skin of anybody I know. He doesn't doesn't bother uh, him at all.
2: Uh, of the people who call in, um, I mean, it goes without saying, Denny is my favorite. I love Denny. Yeah, everyone loves Denny. Uh, but I actually like listening when Stephen is pulling arguments up and throwing stuff in your face. I, I kind of enjoy the show a lot. Yeah, yeah, Stephen, happens,
1: so. yeah Stephen. So it's
2: kind of playful, you know. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, keep sending him on a lap. Alright, later, man.
2: Right on. Have a good day.
1: Alright, Stephen, call in again real quick, Stephen. If you're around. I want to send Stephen to the moon, live on the air. I want Stephen to know he's appreciated. I don't want Stephen walking away thinking he's not appreciated. Colts are signing Kenyon Drake. Uh, per source, per his agent, that's a pretty good source. Kenyon Drake signing with the Colts. Colts are trying to make some moves to 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 compensate for not having their star running back. Um, you've been seeing Brees fault around four a lot. That's awesome value. All right, Stephen, are you there, Stephen? Call it, Stephen. We need you here. Let me see if there's any other news breaking right now. It's all Alvin Kamara, Kenyon Drake, um, Malik Hooker signing a three-year contract. I think that's about it for right now. Brock Purdy climbs up the depth chart. Isn't that deep. He He does what you coach him to do and puts the ball where it needs to be. A team source said that a strong inner belief. He is the uh, running back, or quarterback one. It's Brock Purdy's team. Everybody knows that. Jamal Williams and Ken Kendre Miller. Um, looking like it. most people are expecting an equal split or whatever, walking into week one. We'll have to see how that shakes out. Appreciate you all dialing in. I'm waiting for Steven. He's not calling in. So, Steven, call in tonight. Call in tonight. I'll see you all later. We got a super chat from Tanner real quick. Tanner says, where is Ron at? Um, I don't know. Ron, Ron's ron been a little MIA lately since the uh, throne draft. So we'll have to see where he's at. Appreciate you, Tanner. Thank you for dropping the super chat. You are the man. We got one more caller, real quickly here, uh, Dakota Dave. You got like fifteen seconds because I was just about to head out. Go ahead, you're live.
0: Oh, you're just about to head out, then maybe I should call in again. I was going to ask you about um, you did that uh, time machine video uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, mm-hmm. and um, you were you've kind of seemed to uh, be a little more uh, positive on the older running backs, well, like think my- Chubb and Eck- Eckler.
1: My future self seems to think it could be okay, but the current me still is is, is pretty hardcore against. Depending on where you're drafting them, expecting, um, you know, I, I I think I think I'm more I'm more on board doing it in in moderation. Yeah, but but I, I've been on board the Henry third round train all off season long because it's a totally different monster. But now that it, Henry's climbed into like the lower first or top of round two. I'm kind of back off the Henry train but because he's 29 years old. But Eckler at 28, depending on how they use him, could he have one more elite year left? He could. He could. He definitely could. And I'm sure he would tell you that he'll have two or three or four more elite years. And I know everybody's going to think that of themselves. But like Eckler, I think it's all about how they use him because, you know, you look at someone like, um uh, now Eckler's been used a ton and, and Jerick McKinnon hasn't. So the, 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 the mileage is a lot lower on McKinnon, but McKinnon's in his thirties. So, but, you know, playing a wide receiver role, if they were to use Eckler like that, I'd have a lot more uh, faith that he would stay healthy than playing workhorse, you know, between the tackle ro- uh, role after all the mileage he's had. So I, I do, I do like Eckler in spots and I like him in the weeklies. I love Henry in the weeklies. I love Eckler in the weeklies on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty because all you need them to do is pop off in one week and you can win 20k in that individual week but you know i don't know that i love eckler um in a lot of drafts just because it's a lot of miles man it's a lot of miles you turn 28 the odds are against you it doesn't mean he can't do it it's just the odds are against you a little bit that's it that's all it is it's, it's not hate hatred toward the player i love eckler eckler's an amazing player amazing dude and uh and henry henry tall uh, accounts same thing could be said about henry amazing person um uh, awesome player uh completely revolutionized the position freaking goat man but you know 29 years old a lot of mileage i'm not on i'm not on board top of round two value but i do think you know round three was great that was great and in weeklies i'll draft henry all day long i'd take henry in the first like late first round in a weekly because weekly all you know all you need to do is win Win week one you know every week's individual so, there's no season goal or any kind of accumulation of points. Is can you score the most points in any individual week? And Derrick Henry and Eckler are fantastic in that format. All gotcha. right. Well, All right. Thank, well yeah.
0: thank you. You look, by the way, you look great in 2024.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Things are still, I, I guess, okay. <laughs> uh, I'll see yeah, you tonight at like 8 p.m.
0: A yeah. See Later. You, thanks.
1: On that note, I think here's a message from my future self from 2024. And that's gonna wrap up today's show. Whoa, it's me. Hey, Smitty, it's, it's me from the future. I'm I'm calling you from 2024. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, I'm hey, tripping hey. out here. Yeah, calm down. Hold on, I don't have much time. Listen to me. Okay, take the hire on Jameer Gibbs, 580 yards rushing. I'm telling you, underdog is the best place to play fantasy football in 2024 let alone back in 2023 and i'm telling you buddy i'm telling you right now jameer gives 580 rushing yards over us and whatever you do whatever you do pal on the patrick mahomes bro bro mahomes what bro bro buddy smitty me hey pal what's going on here Higher, lower on season rushing lines and passing yards and passing touchdowns, go do the higher lows. They're phenomenal. And we draft Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and sometimes Sunday on Underdog. The link is in my bio on Instagram. The link is also in the description of almost every video. Underdog will match up to $100 dollar for dollar on your first deposit. So use the link. Get that $100 dollar for dollar bonus match, baby. Or use code Smitty, draft with me Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and sometimes Sunday. Go prepare, sign up now so you're not trying to do it last second and go play a higher low. Jameer Gibbs, 580. I don't know how long that one's gonna stay up there. Do I drop my homes or don't I? See you all tonight at 8 p.m. Later. Thank you to my super chatters per usual. My super chatters tonight. Oscar was the first one in the in the building super chatting. Yeah. Oscar, appreciate you. Always going to give you a a standing O on the first Super Chatter. Overcome, Travis Rowe, Overcome. Isaac, Tanner, appreciate you all for Super Chatting. See you at 8 p.m.